I'm attorney Justin Clark. For those of you who are fans of You Have Real Estate, I'm so excited to announce the new radio show starting the day after Labor Day. It's Florida Man Radio 105.5. I'll be on at 6 o'clock p.m. I follow Shannon Burke. Please tune in the day after Labor Day, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. You're going to love Florida Man Radio. I'll see you on the radio. Welcome to You Have Real Estate with me, attorney Justin Clark. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, seasoned investor, or looking to sell your home, this next 30 minutes is designed just for you. Think of it like hitting multiple open houses, all from your living room with my attorney advice throughout the show. If you have any questions whatsoever, have people standing by, all you have to do is call. 407-205-0400. If you want to start your house hunt, the first thing you need to do is get a pre-approval letter. I have Dallas Lehman with you. I have mortgage standing by right now to get you pre-approved today. Stop standing on the sidelines. Let's get pre-approved. Let's get you out of that rental market and back in home ownership. You can also go to the website, youhavepower.com. Before we start, it's time for my opening statement. So a lot of you on the street will tell me, Justin, I want to buy a house, but I'm just in this rental rut because I'm afraid of the down payment that comes with buying a house. Ladies and gentlemen, do not let the down payment scare you and let me tell you why. First of all, interest rates have continued to go down. Historically speaking, interest rates have never been like this. It has never been cheaper to own your own home than it is right now. On the opposite side of that, rental rates have never been higher. If you go look at the same exact house, go to Zillow if you want. Go look at one house and, and it'll tell you what the rental rate should be and what your payment would be if you actually buy the house, what your mortgage payment would be. And every time, no matter what, I can't guarantee much, but I can almost guarantee you this. You're going to pay more to rent the home than you're going to pay to own the home every single time. Yeah, Justin, well, that doesn't answer my question about the down payment. I still have to make a down payment, right? Maybe. Maybe. What about VA loans? VA loans, your down payment can be as little as zero. USDA loans, down payment, you guessed it, zero. You don't have to put any money down to actually buy a house if you use VA or USDA. What about FHA? FHA typically on average is about 3.5% and they can go all the way down to a 500 credit score. So don't let being scared of looking at your credit prevent you from getting back in the world of home ownership. Even conventional right now, we're seeing conventional mortgages at typically around 5%. And look, I'm no mathematician, I promise you, and I don't want to sit here and, and, and do math with you, but I think we have to look at this. So let's just take a $250,000 house, right? If you're going to rent that house on average, your rental payment's going to be about $2,200 a month maybe even a little bit more because the rental market's crazy. Like I tell you all the time, $2,200 a month. So what's the first thing that the landlord's going to ask you for when you go sign that lease? First month, last month, and oftentimes a security deposit. $2,200 times three is $6,600 just to move into this rental house. Let's take the $250,000 house again, but let's pretend like we're going to buy it, okay? And let's say we don't have USDA. Let's say we're not VA eligible and we have to go FHA. So we're gonna put down 3.5%, even though you can actually do 3% on some loans through FHA. What is the down payment here? On $250,000, the down payment is about $8,750. So you're talking about only $2,000 more on this down payment than you're gonna pay to move into the rental home. 
So it makes perfect sense, but look at this, guys. The rental payment on the same house, $2,200, maybe $2,300 a month, your PITI payment all in is $1,614 a month. If that doesn't tell you that now is the time to get out of the rental market and go buy, I, I just don't know what more. Look, the rates can really only go up. There's never been a better time to buy. Now is the time. And if you qualify, we can get you pre-qualified right now. All you have to do is call 407-205-0400. I know many of us are worried right now about the hurricane coming through, and I promise we're going to address that throughout the show a little bit too and how it affects those of you that are buying a house, selling a house, insurance claims. We will address that throughout the show. But quickly, I wanted to get you updated on something. So if you watch this show every week, you know that I have recently decided to cut the cord. But I'm not cutting the cable cord. I'm talking about cutting the cord of electricity, and I've decided to go solar. You know, we've had Stephen Bader from IQ Power Solar on this show, and he essentially promised me. I, look, I don't know if he promised me, but he said it's likely that my electricity bill would go from $500 a month to about $40 a month. Now, two months in, I can report back to you, ladies and gentlemen, that I am now paying $35 a month for my electricity, whereas before I was paying over $500 a month. I have Stephen Bader here is going to tell us exactly how that happens, and our good friends over at IQ Power Solar can help you as well. You can call us right here, 407-205-0400, or you can go to their website and reach out to them directly as well. Here's Stephen Bader. You know, the EPA puts out a graph that, that, that rates states and, and areas for productivity in regard to photovoltaics or solar panels, and Florida ranks pretty high. So solar is a lot more valuable here than in other states. One of the largest differentiators between us and our competitors is we really, we constantly try to understand electricity. And uh, in reality, solar has a different value to every single home based on their behavior and the way that they live their life. And if you don't really look at those things, you can't really gauge a proper ROI. Our programs are all no money down programs. They're not designed to, you know, to get money down or to get any money up front. They're designed to essentially have you into a program where your payment is less than what you're already paying on your electric bill. It's supposed to be a very easy, seamless transition. Um, there's very rare cases where, you know, if someone, you know, doesn't necessarily qualify for the better programs or subprime lenders, et cetera, but it's no money down. You don't pay until after it's installed. You're already saving money before you pay anything. And now it's time for real questions. Every Saturday here on You Have Real Estate, we ask real questions to the really trend-setting people in Central Florida's real estate community. Today on the show, we are so fortunate to have two amazing realtors here with me today. I have Todd Schroth. He is with Team Schroth of EXP Realty. I know you've been hearing a lot about EXP lately. And also on the commercial side of the real estate world, we brought in Saxon Evans of Hold Tyson. Gentlemen, Welcome to the show. How are you? Doing great. Thank you for having us. Todd, let me start with you first of all. Awesome. I met you last week, of yep. course. <laughs> nice to see you again, though, <laughs> yeah. this week as well. We were talking earlier about interest rates a little bit. 
Are you surprised that they continue to go down and where we're at in this whole interest rate world right now? I, it's crazy, and people are waiting for them to go further, and it's like you just don't know if it's gonna if they're gonna go up or down. And I mean, every day is a fluctuation, and if you're if you're ready to buy, I mean, get in now because if anything could happen, you know what's gonna happen with rates. They always say they're gonna go back up, and if you wait, it's that's what's gonna happen. Saxon, welcome to the show again, <clears throat> hey, Saxon. To be repeat visitor, second hey, time. It's good to, to see back. you again, man. Although every time you come on, I feel less and less handsome. I'll oh, tell geez. you that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. So hold tight. So you guys do mostly commercial, right? Yes. And you know, when we read the news, we, we always hear about mortgage interest rates. I think they're generally talking about the residential side. How do rates really work on the commercial side and, and do they differ? Sure. So typically commercial rates are going to be a little bit more expensive than residential rates. The average loan to value we're seeing isn't, let's say, 95% or 97%, like you were saying, but more like 70 to 60%. So the banks are less likely to take the risk on these just because typically they're larger deals and the downside's a lot greater for them. Gotcha. What are some differences? Because I hear realtors all the time that say, oh, you know, I don't touch commercial, or, or a commercial agent will say, I don't touch residential. They're, they're just totally different. What do they mean by that? One of them, it's kind of hard to explain, but one of them is a way of selling a lifestyle to someone. You tell them, this is where your kids are going to live, this is where they're going to go to school. The other one is saying, this is what your bank account is going to look like in 10 years from now. And we're not always right, but we try to try our best. And the bottom line is, uh, we run the numbers, and it's more of a uh, fiscal play rather than an emotional one, I'd say. Gotcha. And Todd, let me get back to you here for yeah. a second. You know, all over the news right now, we're talking about the hurricane rolling through, everyone's up in arms. And, yeah, look, we, we all know hurricanes can bob and weave more than the that Miami Hurricane uh, quarterback the other night when the Gators were after him. You know what I mean? So we don't really know where it's going to go. I mean, you right. really don't know until almost at the end where it's right. going to go. But obviously, it has people concerned. And no group of people is, are more concerned, typically, than people in the real estate world. Yep. How does an approaching hurricane affect the real estate market? You, the biggest thing is insurance. If you don't have your insurance locked in, I think by yesterday, you could be, you know, if your closing's on Friday or Monday, you could be stuck. And you're going to have to wait till and you're going to end up with closing delays and everything else that's going to happen. Uh, that's the biggest concern for it, so the insurance. What about contractually then, the guys? If let's say the contract expires on Monday or, or Tuesday, but we just can't get insurance, how do we typically deal with that? Uh, there's sometimes some plays into the contract with that, and that really comes down to contract law. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's You're looking at there? me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you, uh, I'm going to focus back to you on that one. So, so let's say the hurricane is expected to hit Sunday night, Monday. When do you find insurance carriers will generally cut off covering any new policies or writing new policies? I think it's about three days before arrivals. Oh, so arrivals really? on Sunday. So it, I mean, on Monday, we were starting to get notes on Facebook about our, from our insurance carriers. If you are buying a house and you're closing this week, get your policy locked in, get it locked in, get mm -hmm. it locked in. And we have a lot of people who want to keep shopping and who don't listen. And then guess what? Your stuff sitting on a moving truck mm -hmm. and you've got nowhere to go. You just saved eight dollars a year, but yeah. uh, you, 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 <laughs> exactly. you, you can't close anymore. So exactly. yeah, I, I, even if you have to pay a little bit more right now, I think you got to lock that insurance in. Get you can always in and, uh, redo it. You, you can definitely always update it down the road. What about insurance claims? So when, an, when a hurricane rolls through, we always are going to have damage. You know, yep. not everyone, of course, but there are going to be plenty of homes, properties that are damaged during any storm that comes through, even a regular 
you know, thunderstorm causes damage. So let's say that I'm looking at selling my home, but then I do have damage and I have a pending insurance claim. How does that affect me being able to sell the home? A lot of times it's going to delay closing uh, just because they want to make sure the work's done ahead of time. I, I would be of the concern that if we did sell and the new buyer was taking the risk on, would my insurance company still play, you know, still do the coverage? So I mean, you and I haven't in 20 years have never had an issue with the a closing being backed up from it. We haven't had a roof blown off or anything along that line, but I know it has happened and it's delayed 30, 60 days. I have an admission to make, and this is kind of personal, I must say. So every time a hurricane gets close. I tell the family, I have a, a wife and a seven-year-old and a one-year-old, I'm like, guys, we're getting the heck out of Dodge right yeah. now. And, and my seven-year-old looks at me and laughs and says, dad, you're such a loser. <laughs> what is your position on evacuating or not? Uh, you you got to listen to the government when they tell you to leave. Oh, but stop if, it. If you, grew, if you grew up in Florida, you usually ride it out. It's just like a big thunderstorm. Have you ever evacuated during a storm? Uh, not, no, other not than personally. Just for fun. Okay. What uh, about you, Tom? Uh, I, I don't. We, we stayed here for even in 04, 05, and 06, we stayed here. Even the last couple of years, <laughs> yeah. we've stayed here. So Matthew, I evacuated, went to the panhandle, of course, mm. didn't even come close to us. And then we had, what, Maria a couple years ago? Yeah. And I was forced to stay here. I didn't even lose DirecTV at my house up in Lake <laughs> yeah. Mary. I watched DirecTV the whole storm, so I'm probably jinxing myself for, for this <laughs> And does DirecTV go out during the rain? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it rains at my house and I don't have DirecTV, so I don't know how that worked. But I don't. So what if it was category three? Would you, would you piece out of here? Uh, if it was getting to four or five, I'd probably peace out. But one, two, three, I think. I mean, we're so far inland that yeah, we, ha we haven't seen the, the damage mm -hmm. that we would if we were at the coast. Gotcha. So, but no, no doubt, hurricanes that are incoming have a lot effect on the real estate world. Yeah. If you're right in the middle of a closing, I want you to call your agent today and say, look, I'm a little worried about this. I know we have a closing. What do I need to do? Because you need to try to get it finished. I mean, yeah. try to get it finished bef before the storm really approaches. And that insurance policy can be the key. Because if you can't get insurance, yeah. we can't close on the house. And this Absolutely. is bad for the buyer. It's bad for everybody. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, you're so, not just affecting your life. You're affecting a lot of others. So if you're in the middle of a transaction, please call your agent right away. Let's talk, guys, about the market in general right now, the real estate market. So summer's pretty much over, right? Although you can't yep. really tell by the heat in Florida, of course. Uh, but the rest of the country, the summer's over. What do you see going on with the real estate market from now through the end of the year? Uh, typically with commercial, it has to do with the tax year. So most of the purchases are going to be done the first two quarters, and then there's a lag period in the third. And then people are just kind of finishing up lagging deals into the end of the year. So it's about medium, and then it heats back up the first two quarters of next year. But uh, this year, the market's been absolutely crazy, which yeah. is pretty hard to believe. Todd Schroth, residential. Yes, I mean it's been great. Uh, obviously, this month everyone's been getting their closings done, getting the kids back into school, and we, you know, the last couple of weeks have been a little slow with calls and, and people listing, but they are getting back up to normal. We're expecting a nice pickup back up come September. So, I mean, we we've been in this, I guess, seller's market for a while now. The, the inventory's yeah. been a little <clears throat> bit low, but it seems like that's been changing a little bit. How would you categorize the residential real estate market as we see here today? You, know, what I call a seller's market is if your house is in prime condition then it's going to be a seller's market on that house. Uh, we have a lot of lagging inventory that is just the house needs carpet, paint, staging, a variation of things. If it was such a seller's market that anything would sell no matter what the condition. Because everyone, you know, your house is creme de la creme, got top dollar. My house needs all this work done. I'm going to price it the same thing. What's going to sit there? Uh, just an example, I was in a house yesterday. The lady's wanting top dollar for it. And you know, I'm looking around like, you've got a lot to do here. And you think you're going to sell in two weeks. Right. Um, okay, good luck. Uh, 
<laughs> and talk about the market again too, is Saxon. This is for you. Sure. Take me back to 2006, right? Sure. 2006 was the absolute peak of the residential real estate market, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Do you find that commercial follows residential, or does residential follow commercial? Commercial follows the interest rate trends because if you can get four or five percent in a U.S. Treasury bond and it's safe. You're going to do that, but if you can get six, seven, eight percent in a real estate piece, you're going to do that. And so, as interest rates fall, typically prices go up because you need less income in a property to get the same or better return compared to the U.S. bonds. Mm. So, really, the commercial is not necessarily even related at all to the residential. So, if if we let's say we have another collapse or something sure. residential-wise, does that mean the commercial market will also collapse soon thereafter? What I'm worried about is that if interest rates go back up to normal on the 10-year Treasury bond, which would be about seven percent. We have a situation where people can't get these loans, like you're saying, and prices have to drop for them to be able to be competitive. And I think that will affect everything from car sales, residential, commercial, you name it. It all comes down to how cheap the money is. Typical commission on a commercial deal? It really depends on the size. Uh, to give you one example, a $9 million deal that we did last year, uh, my cut was about one and a quarter percent. Mm-hmm. And then usually it'll be about 3% to each side if you're if you're lucky. So 6% would be average? That would be awesome. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And on the residential side, Todd, I think we all know 6% is, yep. is typically the going rate. But I can't help but notice as I drive down the street, I'll see a car with, you know, wrapped or whatever, say $500 all in real estate <laughs> deal. What do you think of these? And I'm not trying to talk badly about people. I'm really not. But but the people who are out there advertising, I'll do your deal for 500 bucks flat fee. How can they do it right? You can't. I mean, it costs me enough money just to open the doors every day. Yeah. Just alone, you know, for $500, I can't open my, my office door. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's also you have the Walmart of services, the Nordstrom's of services in the middle, middle of the road. And, you know, you've got... Um, uh, and you've got to figure out what product you want to go after. And if I'm going after the guy that's going to be the $500 flat fee service, then that's going to, you know, I'm going to find that client. I'm going to spend a lot more time on that client. And I'd rather go after the one that appreciates what we're looking for. Yeah, I, I totally what agree. We do. No, no doubt about it. Saxon, when you're working with commercial buyers, do you find yourself dealing more with investors or, or sort of end users? People who are going to actually work out of this office that they're sure. buying. Probably about 95% are investors. Oh, and then wow. sometimes you get those big institutional guys who come in as owner users, but it's almost all investors. They're chasing that return. Who does the lending for these type of people? All sorts. Uh, we've got Dallas working on a couple mm-hmm. right now, and then uh, Seacoast, Wachula. We like to use locals because they typically understand the market, yeah. and they're not afraid of the hurricanes, too. We get some of these out-of-state lenders, and, man, they get a little spooked. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, Todd, so I can't help but notice the EXP on your shirt there, okay? Yeah. so. Three years ago, four years ago, a lot of people came in here with the KW on their shirt. And I've noticed that KW has turned into EXP recently for a lot of different agents that I know. What is all this hubbub about EXP? What's so great about it? Uh, you know, for me, I'm 20 years at Remax, and you know, we are we're coming in. We wanted something different, and EXP provided that for us. Uh, it's a cloud-based brokerage, but we, you know, we have a private office. We have our own brick and mortar. It allows us to kind of create our own environment that we want versus trying to live under somebody else's brand. And the way you want to set your office up, it's the way we're allowed to do it. Got it. A lot of agents work at home, and they don't need an office. They don't want to pay for the office. So why should I pay corporate for an mm-hmm. office that I'm never going to go to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in our office that we have, we took over our Remax space, and there was agents. We had 12 or 15 agents in the office. Three years I was there, I never saw one of them. <laughs> and you know, they would sell a lot of real estate. They just never came in. Right. They'd walk in the front door, drop the stuff off, or scan it in, and they're done. <laughs> yeah. Um, and people joke about it, but it certainly doesn't mean they're not working. I mean, no. my my realtor friends are on their phone constantly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a business that is 24 hours a day, yeah. truly. I don't think people appreciate 
what what you guys really do. Yeah, you, know? you can do enough business at Starbucks as you could at uh, right. you know at your office. So are you guys ready to show us some properties? That's yeah, what really. everyone's been waiting on. So now <laughs> it is time. We're going to start with Todd Stroth here, EXP Realty. You're going to take me up to Argo Wood. Yes. Wait, Todd, where is this? This is in Apopka right off uh, Wakaiba Springs Road over by Sweetwater. Uh, it's a great home just built by KHAV. People bought it about two years ago and are looking to expand into a different area. And that price is uh, $420,000. It's a five-bedroom, three-bath, two-story. It's like, again, two years old, backs up to dry retention, so you've got a nice view out the back. Um, and it's, you know, again, two years old, so you've got all the nice custom features inside. And 420 for this size of a home, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good feet, deal. And, yeah. and Apopka is one of these, these cities that you really can still find some value there, I yeah. think, right? And, well, and, I mean, it's, and it's kind of right on the Seminole Orange line, mm -hmm. so yeah, it's really kind of a nice area, but still has some good value. Yep. I mean, you're you're close to $100 a square foot, $120 a square foot. So, I mean, you go into Seminole County, you're paying $160, $170 for something similar to that, close to $200 if you get over by Lake Brantley. Um, but, that, you know, great little property. And, uh, you know, it's, again, 3,000 square feet priced at 420 and, you know, huh. five bedroom, three bath, two story, you know. And if I was going to rent this, what, what would I be paying for rent? Uh, close to just above your mortgage. Yeah, I mean you'd be probably be probably three thousand dollars a month on exactly. something like that. Exactly, but at four twenty, just rule of thumb, what do you think yeah. my mortgage would be? Uh, I mean that one, you're probably in the twenty five to twenty seven hundred, depending on the down payment. Yeah, maybe not even that much. Yeah. yeah, so that's a beautiful home there in Apopka four zero seven two zero five zero four zero zero. I will hook you up with Todd Schroth, and he will show you this property today if you're interested. Now we're going to go just down the street to beautiful Sweetwater Club. Tell me about this. Sweetwater Club, this is a vacant lot inside the club, and those are obviously rare to come by. Uh, this was an old home that was there that they had taken down. Uh, it's one acre of land, and uh, it's a custom builder who owns the property. We're looking at selling the lot by itself at 239 or we've got plans for a custom build to go on it, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 square feet. Pick your, pick your number, pick your price pretty much. Uh, but, you know, one acre in there. At the club, it's, you know, you've also got access to Lake Brantley, Sweetwater Beach Park there. Uh, it's the only um, Guardian community right in that part of Longwood in 32779 um, by, you know, with access to Lake Brantley. So that's a nice little feature there. And you've got homes in there from 3,000 square feet up to 15,000. Really? Um, some of the neighbors in there, you know, five to acre parcels have horses on it. So it's kind of cool, you know, driving through the neighborhood. So let's say that I can't find a house that I love in that neighborhood and I decide I'm ready <clears> to build. What, what do you typically see as a time frame for building something now? You're about age 12 months. All right. But you can really, you know, choose your, your finishes. I yeah. mean, it must be kind of a fun process, too. It is. I mean, going through the whole... Whenever I represent somebody in new construction, it's fun to go through them, pick out the options with them, and see what they're doing, and see the finished product, especially the custom. Todd Stroth, EXP Realty, 407-205-0400. If you're interested in either of these properties, I'll hook you up with Todd today. We'll also list these on our website, youhavepower.com. Now we're going to switch gears just a little bit. I want to show you... Because a lot of us are thinking about investing. How do we really make our money go to work for us? And commercial investing might be the way to go. Saxon Evans, Hold Tyson is here. You're going to take us down to Sebring Lakeshore yes, Mall. Tell me about this. This is a pretty cool piece. It uh, has a Sears owned by itself, and they use it as an online distribution center, which is very strange for Sears. You hear these big boxes going belly up all over the place, and this is yeah. one of the few they kept open because you order something online, and it gets kicked out of the store. And so the owner is going to be selling everything but the Sears on this piece, and it's uh, about 330,000 square <laughs> feet, about 60 acres right on the U.S. Highway 27. There's a lake across the street, all your major nationals. And you know what? The return on this is going to be about 11 to 
to 12% after all expenses. And the reason why it's so high, people are pretty scared about retail. So someone with some vision and a one cycle out kind of viewpoint, they're gonna be able to make a killing on this thing. Where is Sebring exactly? Uh, straight south in the middle of the state. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So this is a mall. I mean, we're talking about a, a whole mall, mall here. Yes, sir. Wow. And price on this, I think you this is uh, a make an offer. Yeah, this one's gonna be a call for offers just because of the size of it. But it, about 11% return. I got so. you. I mean, that's huge, right? I mean, what, what are investors looking for? What's sort of the minimum they want on a return for investment? Uh, class A, you're looking at 6%, really? 6.5%. So 11% here, that's, it's, that's pretty big. It's, it's big. All right, now let's go down further south just a little bit. Let's head down to Boynton Beach. This is a Walmart property down in Boynton Beach. I imagine with Walmart as the uh, anchor tenant, they're probably going to pay rent. Oh, yes. So Tell they me have, about this property. They have uh, an initial 20-year term on their on their lease. They have 16 years left on that with 16 five-year options with rent bumps like crazy. I mean, they're going to be there for the next 50 years. And if they leave, the land's actually worth more to build residential on it. So, Is that right? Oh, you know, yeah. So uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty good deal. We built another 5,000 square feet, which is being shown now. That's filled with a Dunkin' Donuts, a dentist, a nail salon. And then uh, we have a corner piece that's an acre. And we're talking to, you name it, trying to get all the national banks or veterinarians, dental clinics, all those things. So we're looking to sell it before we do that, or we'll do the ground lease and build something out and sell it afterwards. Unbelievable. If you have any questions about this property, please call us right now. 407-205-0400. He is Saxon Evans. He is Todd Scroth. And you know, now, ladies and gentlemen, every time during the show this every time during the show, we like to answer your questions. And all you have to do is call me right now, 407-205-0400, or go to the website and you can ask questions right there and we might just answer them on the air next week right on You Have Real Estate. And without further ado, it's time for today's Real Estate Roundtable. Let's go down to Scott in Lake Nona. Scott watches on CBS every week. How do you see the growth continuing down here in the Lake Nona? Todd, what do you think? Uh, Residential-wise, it's going to be crazy. I mean, every time I go out there, it's there's more houses going up, more apartments going up, more development going up. I mean, that's a big commercial question as well. I mean, sure. with all the UCF and, and New Moors and, and the hospitals out there, and it's just been crazy. What do you see commercial-wise down there? Like, like he was saying, medical office is just amazing. You, the build cost is pretty expensive because you have to retrofit everything to make it make sense on the medical side, but... Man, if you can fill it with a good tenant, you can get a, a great price for those properties. Dorothy and Lake Mary, I'm looking to buy a home. How is the inventory now? Inventory's good. Just keep an open mind and you know have some vision in, in mind with when you're looking at the properties. Um, I mean, that's there, there's a lot of lot of stuff out there, and if we can't find something in MLS, we've got ways to find it off market. Commercial. Really, if you want something, you just find a good broker and say, I want this particular type, and if they're good, they'll go out and find it for you. Yeah. So, you know, most residential properties, I think, are on MLS. Sure. Are commercial properties also on some form of MLS or are they kind of hidden? You have to know somebody. Those those systems are very expensive. Uh -huh. So LoopNet's very expensive. CoStar is very expensive. And Crexy is the up and coming one. And, uh, you know, if you get with a good firm that shells out that kind of cash, you'll get great exposure. But if it's a good property, you probably don't need it because people already want to buy it. So. Samantha in Brevard watches us at ClickOrlando.com. Do I need to sell my current home before buying a new one? All depends on your income. I mean, if you've got a cash for down payment, you can definitely sell before you or buy before you sell, which is a beautiful thing because you don't have to sit, go from moving house to moving truck to closing. 
What do you think, commercial-wise? And Did they really look at my debt-to-income ratio on commercial? Uh, they do. And what they'll do is see how much income's coming in for you. And then if you have enough left over, and then you can go and buy something a bit smaller. Or if you're doing real well, then double down and get some more. Saxon Evans. Hold Tyson. Thanks for being here again, buddy. Great to be here. You can come join us anytime. Absolutely. All right. Awesome properties that you have. Todd Schroth, also EXP Realty. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I'm well aware that I butchered your name there just a minute ago. And uh, <laughs> I really want to punch myself here live on the air. I got it right every other time, yes. right? It really threw me. It really stumbled me a little bit. But thank you guys so much yeah, for being absolutely. here. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, but most importantly, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions about anything that we talked about today, or you need to get pre approved to go start that house hunt, all you have to do is call. It's 407-205-0400 or visit youhavepower.com. I'm attorney Justin Clark, and I'll see you right back here next week for another edition of You Have Real Estate. Are you considering selling your home and would like to have it featured right here on our show? Or would you like to get pre-approved for a mortgage to buy your dream home? Give us a call, 407-205-0400. You have real estate. I'm attorney Justin Clark. For those of you who are fans of You Have Real Estate, I'm so excited to announce the new radio show starting the day after Labor Day. It's Florida Man Radio 105.5. I'll be on at 6 o'clock p.m. I follow Shannon Burke. Please tune in the day after Labor Day, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. You're going to love Florida Man Radio. I'll see you on the radio.